So here's a question for you. Would you benefit from ongoing support to improve your bottom line and ultimately help you master the business of practice ownership? Tracy Cherpesky International offers you a proven, impeccably designed method to scale your practice while preserving your most precious assets, your time and energy. We blend executive leadership with business coaching and consulting to bring you what you need most to help you become an agile entrepreneurial CEO while serving your patients with the utmost attention to their care. You receive individualized coaching and support from me and our professional team, providing the best of executive leadership and business consulting to grow your practice without you working more. Schedule your complimentary 45-minute practice assessment call at tracycherpesky.com forward slash coaching hyphen benefits. Welcome to Thriving Practice. I'm your host, Tracy Cherpesky, and I can't wait to introduce you to our incredible guests and to share business tips and strategies that will help make your life easier and support you in becoming the exquisitely fulfilled CEO you're meant to be. I am on a mission to help practice owners take back one day per week for the rest of their careers so they can focus on healing their patients and falling back in love with their practice. Join us to learn how you can grow your practice while focusing on doing what you love most, taking excellent care of your patients. You'll want to take notes, so let's go. Welcome to episode 97 of Thriving Practice. I can hardly believe we've recorded so many episodes. It feels kind of surreal. We're ramping up to celebrate our 100th episode in a few weeks, so be sure to come back for that. Better yet, subscribe so you can celebrate with us. We have some treats in store for you. Now, today's episode, episode 97, I might have to say that a few times, is all about keeping your best people. I'll be sharing three strategies to improve staff retention. I highly recommend that you take notes or download this episode so you can revisit it as needed. Turnover and the challenges with staff retention are common frustrations with my clients when they come to work with me. I would say it's almost as pressing to them as tackling their own overwhelm and preventing burnout. It doesn't help much that almost every business or economic news source is beating the drum of recession, labor shortages, and all the scary things that aggravate our stress levels and trigger analysis paralysis. So there's a lot I could talk about in terms of mindset and flipping the script and other coachy things I would work on with a client over a period of time. But today I'm really sticking with a more consultative approach and we'll just give you the three simple steps to improve morale and increase employee retention. So without further ado, let's learn how to keep your best. Grab a beverage or a snack and something to write with and let's dive in. High turnover can be costly and disruptive and can lead to decreased productivity and morale and increased recruitment and training costs. With all of the hubbub about labor shortages, the great resignation or the big quit or whatever we're calling it now, you've probably had some of the same thoughts that my clients have had. Good help is hard to find. The labor market is terrible. I'm worried we'll never find good people. This generation doesn't value hard work. Now, I often hear this early on from my clients, and if I had a nickel for every time I heard it, well, I'd I'd have some extra spending money. The medical and dental field is fast-paced, and being the practice leader requires a lot of you, maybe even some kind of superhuman capabilities, which I hope you now know is an unrealistic expectation. 
The solution is simple, but not necessarily easy. And it will require you to gain clarity, learn to let go of some control, and trust that when you step into your CEO shoes, yes, practice leader CEO shoes, you will get the results you desire. With turnover rates high, 26% overall in healthcare in 2022, you are challenged with hiring well, training, providing sufficient support to your team, and creating a healthy workplace. You also have the distinct pleasure of being the team lead, even if your practice manager is in charge of hiring, firing, and training. So some of the primary reasons for turnover are the following, not all of them, but like the big ones, staff is overworked, work environment is stressful, there's a lack of decision-making power, there's a lack of recognition and direction from the top. For the purposes of this episode, I'm going to focus on the last one, which is a lack of recognition and direction from the top. Now, I assure you that they are all important, though in my experience in my 12 plus years of coaching and consulting clients, focusing on one area can often and almost always be supportive of addressing the other sticky areas in need of attention. So let's talk about the three ways to increase employee retention. You can say decrease turnover. I'm going to say increase retention. Hang on to your good people. So number one, get clear about what you want for your practice. Look at the big picture and all of the details. If my clients haven't done this yet, we spend a day together in a VIP intensive to comb over the details, operational flows, wish lists, and goals. With this level of clarity, now we're able to start working on updating, or in some cases, writing the first drafts of the operations and training manuals, which I lovingly refer to as the office Bibles. Once we've done this, then we start to plan how they'll communicate their mission, vision, and expectations to their team. The second way to increase your employee retention is to communicate your vision with your team. When I was a manager in a luxury health club a million years ago, every employee was expected to know the company mission and value statements. And we were informed that we could be visited by secret shoppers at any given time. So we needed to be ready to recite them. We were taught to embody, practice, and consistently demonstrate the company values. As a result, of course, our clients were genuinely happy and the staff turnover at the location where I worked was very low compared with the rest of the industry. As employees, we knew what was expected of us and how to do our jobs. Job descriptions and company policies and procedures were crystal clear. As a new hire, I spent three days in their corporate headquarters in hands-on training, and I was offered unlimited and unchallenged support for any questions or uncertainties that might arise. So in short, I knew exactly what they wanted from me in my role and how to meet and exceed their expectations. The third way to increase your employee retention is to follow up like the well-being of your practice and team depend upon it because they do follow up. Keep the lines of communication open. Trust, but verify. Make sure your employees are empowered and sufficiently supported to do their jobs and let go of control as much as possible. But also remember to check in with them regularly. This is that trust, but verified. I'm not talking about micromanaging people. Some details are important to micromanage, but the people themselves 
you, you might be surprised how checking in with somebody on something that they've been working on or a challenge that they had and just checking how they're doing a quick, Hey, how's it going? You might be surprised how, how impactful that can be. I also recommend that you bookend each day with a morning huddle and an evening debrief. Now these shouldn't ask, shouldn't last any longer than 10 minutes and each, and ideally you're going to ask questions and listen while your practice manager documents the details of the day. You will follow up with your practice manager in your weekly meeting. So it's not on you to keep track or to manage the challenges and the resolutions. If there's a need for more staff follow-up, your practice manager can handle that. You're there to get the high, um, the high level overview, like the Maybe it's not quite 10,000 foot view. Maybe it's like the 20 foot view, but you're there to, to see what's going on in general and your practice manager can handle the smaller details. So one of my clients is a provider and owner of a practice with 10 providers, 10 technologists, and five administrative professionals in two offices. The providers and practice manager work remotely and the technologists and admin professionals work in the physical locations. The practice more than doubled in patient demand, number of providers, and technologists over a two-year period. By any standard, this is a huge growth in a short period of time. When we started working together, the turnover at the practice was well below industry average at less than 10% turnover for several years running. Remarkable. However, However, morale was dipping and frustrations were mounting. My client was concerned about how this would impact the practice overall and wanted to get a handle on it. So I went in and I conducted several interviews with their team at all levels and length of tenure. I learned that every person who worked at the practice held the owner in the highest regard and They all expressed that they felt they were lacking direction, and some of the administrative team felt underappreciated and overworked. I reviewed the interview results with my client and their practice manager, and before we set to work writing operations and training manuals and getting things squared away, we got back to basics. We revisited the practice mission and values, and we put those in writing. Then in collaboration with the department heads, they updated their manuals, their operations and training manuals. Once they had good working drafts, which I'll tell you, I recommend that you treat these as living documents to be adjusted incrementally over time. So keep one printed in, you know, a binder where you can access it easily, put lots and lots of post-its as you make updates along the way, and then maybe quarterly reprint and put it back inside those nice plastic sleeves, right? So keep them close by, let them be a living, breathing document that changes over time. Cause you'll find that you need to fine tune things. So once they had good working drafts, then we started planning the implementation process. They started having shorter, more frequent meetings for each department and then less frequent, but slightly longer full practice meetings. After a few months, my client told me that it seemed like everyone had sighed, had like taken this deep breath and exhaled a sigh of relief. Now the practice continues to be incredibly busy, but morale is at an all-time high. They've had zero turnover in the last year. Notice that their reporting morale is at an all-time high and they didn't put ping pong tables or snacks in the break rooms or go on fancy trips or sponsor happy hours. They simply got clear about their mission and expectations, 
communicated them clearly with their team and implemented a system for follow-up and quick resolution for issues that arise. Now it's simple, but not necessarily easy. So in case you're taking notes, here are the three ways to improve employee retention. Again, number one, get clear about what you want for your practice. This to me is what I call the slow down to speed up method. Number two, communicate your vision with your team. When they feel included and understand your overall vision, it's easier for them to connect with it. Connection definitely improves engagement and can have a positive impact on the longevity of your team. And number three, follow up like the well-being of your practice and team depend upon it because they do. So you're going to set regular morning and evening huddles, have a system in place to quickly resolve issues, and keep in mind that when you are an active listener, your team will likely problem solve on their own. In other words, two ears, one mouth, two are open, one is closed. The more you listen, the more you learn. The less you try to rescue or fix problems that you know in your heart your team is capable of resolving, the more empowered they are to improve efficiency, to serve your patients with the utmost attention and care, and to feel happy in their work. To have a happy, engaged team, you don't need to get fancy or complicated. Get clear, communicate, follow up, rinse, repeat. If you would like support in improving morale and retention, schedule a complimentary strategy call with me. We help our clients navigate the challenges of being a provider owner by taking back their time and finding the right strategy to grow their practice without burning out. In your free 45-minute practice assessment strategy call, you'll discover what's possible and leave with a strategy you'll love so much, you'll either want to implement it on your own with your team or you'll love it so much that you want to implement it with support. And I would be honored to support you. Go to tracycherpesky.com forward slash coaching hyphen benefits, or click on the scheduling link in the show notes. We would be thrilled to explore what's possible for you and your team. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Thriving Practice. I appreciate you. And I have an ask. If you got value from this show, make sure to share it. You can give a shout out on social media or tell your friends and colleagues about it. You can also subscribe so you never miss a show. To learn more about how we work with practice owners to help them take back their time, head over to tracytrupesky.com. While you're there, sign up for our newsletter, which has tips and tools for your practice success. A special thanks to our incredible team and thanks to you, our dear listener, for sharing the gift of your time and attention. I wish you so much success as you continue to move forward in your day. If I can be a resource to you, let's schedule a time to talk. You can find the scheduling link on our website.